So in December, I got this word in my heart, and I want to work with it a little bit today, and the word is fullness, fullness. And the thought that I had that came up in my heart when I was looking toward 2022, may 2022 be a year of fullness, a year of fullness for us, a year of fullness for you. And so when you look at the word fullness in the word of God, it's all over the place. So how many of you agree with me right now for utterance as we make, as we break bread together, as we minister the word? Father, in the name of Jesus, we join our faith together asking right now for the anointing, asking for utterance. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to your people. Lord, I thank you that you have enabled us to be a blessing to one another. Make me a blessing to your people today, and I give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So open your Bibles this morning to the book of Ephesians, and we're going to look at chapter 3. And we're going to look at chapter 3 from uh, quite a few different translations. And uh, so it's going to be something I believe that's going to encourage you, that will edify you, and give you something to feed on throughout the whole week. The Apostle Paul is praying for the church at Ephesus. And of course, what belongs to the church at Ephesus belongs to the church in California. He said, for this cause, I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. How many of you have family in heaven? How many of you have family on earth? Well, it's not going to be very long before we're joined together. That's good news. You talk about party, we're going to have a party, right? Marriage supper of the Lamb? We don't have to count calories in heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, verse 16. That he would grant you. Now, the word grant there means to furnish. It means to endue. It means to give something to someone to his advantage. So that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit. That's the Holy Spirit in the inner man. Now, we know that there is an inward man and there is an outward man. The inward man was born again when you made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. He became a new creation. Then there's this outward man. And we know that we are called to do something with both the inward man and the outward man. The inward man must be fed. The inward man needs communion and fellowship with the Father of Spirits. Now, the outward man could get unruly if we don't hold the outward man in check. That's why he told us in Romans 12 to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, right? And so this outward man must be kept in subjection, if you will, to the inward man. Paul said it this way in 1 Corinthians 9, 27, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection lest that by any means, after I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway or I myself should be disqualified. And I think oftentimes, even in the body of Christ, and this is not being critical or judgmental because I've been there before, you know, sometimes uh, we just give our inner man one cold snack a week. But the outward man, three hot meals a day. 
Well, I think it should be the reverse, don't you? You know, Jesus said, man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And so realize the importance of feeding your inner man. I mean, every day of the week. Now, notice in in verse 16 in the Passion Translation, it says this. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor. Unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. I like that, don't you? Divine might and explosive power. And so when this supernatural strength is manifested in our lives, sickness can't penetrate it. Discouragement cannot sway it. And fear cannot stop it. And so we dress so prakaniste, we draw this strength from our union and our communion with Him. Paul told the Ephesians, be strong in the Lord. Now thank God for Planet Fitness, right? Or wherever you might go or not go, whatever the case may be. Thank God for physical strength. But he's saying, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. He also told them in Acts, he said, understand this, that the word of His grace will build you up and to give you a glorious inheritance. Now notice the Amplified in verse 16. It says, may He grant you out of the rich treasury of His glory. That's the same place He meets all of our needs. To be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit Himself indwelling our innermost being and personality. The Holy Spirit can change your personality. Amen. In the inner man. Now notice in verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that all of us being rooted and grounded in love. Now notice these words, rooted and grounded, which literally means to strengthen with roots, to render firm, to fix or to establish, or to cause a person to be thoroughly grounded. God wants us to be thoroughly rooted and grounded in the revelation and the understanding of God's love. Now let's read this one from the Passion Translation. Let's read it together on the count of three. One, two, three. That by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will release deep inside you And the resting place of His love will become the very source and root of your life. Let's keep that up there a minute. You know what jumped out at me there? The resting place of His love. What does this say? This say when we believe in the love that God has to us, when we get understanding and comprehension and become rooted and deep and secure on this love, 
we can rest in his love. We can rest in the fact that he loves us, that he cares for us, that his hand is upon us, that he'll never leave us nor forsake us, that we're more than conquerors through him that loved us, and greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. There's so much unrest in the world, but there's rest in God. There's rest in the love of God. So trust in him with all of your heart and rest in the power of God and God's love for you. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm resting. In the love of God. Now notice verse 18. So that we may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, read the rest with me, that we might be filled. Okay, let's do that one more time. That we might be filled with all the fullness of God. Point to yourself and say that I might be filled with all the fullness of God. Woo! Fullness, fullness, fullness. Fullness. Fullness for you. Fullness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That word comprehend there is not head comprehension. It's heart comprehension. It's not something that you you can grasp or lay hold of up here. It's too big. We're talking about lifetime expansion here. Now the word comprehend, it means to lay hold of as to make one's own. It also means to appropriate or to take possession of. Maybe it'll comprehend with all the saints. Paul was literally praying that you and I would experience the love of God which passes mere knowledge of it. Paul was not describing a casual acquaintance with the love of God. We must not be flippant concerning the love of God. It's wide, it's deep, it's long. Whoo, glory to God. Hallelujah. I think we ought to just raise our hand and thank God He loves us. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh, Father, we love you. We mangle kasola mande. Mangle xisto kola brate eshen manaya. Oh, praise you, Lord. Words cannot express how much he loves us. Words cannot express how much we love him. That's why he gives us words beyond our intellect. Words that come from our innermost being. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Amen. So Paul was speaking of an intimate understanding and an experiential knowledge of the depths of God's love. Think about the think about the depth of God's love. He humbled himself, became obedient under the cross. He was made in the likeness of men for you and for me. That's deep. 
And it does not matter how deep a person has gone away from God. He's right there. He's right there in his love. And if you by chance are watching today and you have any question about the love of God for you, he loves you. The depths of his love will pull you out of the deepest pit. And the height of God's love will raise you up together with him and make you sit together with him in heavenly places. May we comprehend. May we lay hold of the love of God. In your revelation of God's love, it's the foundation of everything that we can receive from God. It's a strong foundation. A strong foundation. And here's the end result. The end result is you and I will be filled with all the fullness of God. You and I will be filled with all the fullness of love because God is love. And when you are filled with all the fullness of God's love, you're not so easily swayed by criticism. You're not so easily swayed by 880 someone cutting you off. You're not so easily swayed by that person at the grocery store that just snarled at you. No. You're filled with the fullness of God. You're filled with the love of God. When this kind of love becomes our standard, the world will take notice. The world will not take notice of the body of Christ when it is at odds with one another. But by this shall all men know. All men includes the world. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples. If, there's the condition, if you have love one to another. The Spirit of the Lord came upon me one time in my devotions because I don't know about you, but there's times where I have challenges with my love walk. Can you believe that? The the man of paste and flour, I mean faith and power. (laughs) I think if we're honest about it, all of us, all of us, are challenged from time to time, sometimes every day of our love walk. Now, I grew up different than Brenda. It was north and kind of south. And uh, she grew up in a real sweet home. And so she's a real sweet girl. I mean, really sweet. But, 
But having said that, she still has flesh. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> I was just going to say something along that line. She says, and you know how to push my buttons. So, so we're, we're challenged with this. I mean, every... And, and you don't want to you don't want to allow bitterness to enter into your soul. Sometimes things just happen that we just can't figure out. And we said, you know, that's just not fair. That's just not right. Why, Lord? Why? We should never get bitter toward the Lord and never blame him for things that he's not responsible for. The Bible talks about bitterness that when it shows up in our lives, it becomes a root. See, instead of being rooted and grounded in love, if we don't let if we don't check bitterness, we can be rooted and grounded in that. And the scripture says, as a result of being, allowing the root of bitterness into our lives, it can spring up. It can spring up, and it can defile many. Now, the word defile simply means it can hurt us. And so when we're filled with all the fullness of God, bitterness will have no place. Because this word fullness in the Greek is pleorma. Pleorma. And it literally means this. Full measure. Copiousness. This word pleorma in the Greek describes a ship with full cargo and crew. It describes a town with no empty houses. Pleorma strongly emphasizes fullness and completion. Translate this. Filled, crammed to the full with the fullness of God and His love. So there's no room for strife. There's no room for bitterness. There's no room for criticism. We are walking in the love of God. And so we need to check ourselves. So the other day as I was praying and kind of doing a checkup, sometimes we need a checkup from the neck up. Other times we need a checkup from the heart up. And I was praying about some things and basically the Lord just gave me this thought. If you will allow love to be your standard. Simple word. If you will allow Love to be your standard, you will never fail. You'll never fail. Because the love of God never, ever fails. Don't blame God for the things 
the devil's responsible for. Don't blame politicians or get bitter beer face and become bitter in your soul toward those that are in authority. If you're going to do something, do something in the realm of the Spirit about those things that are influencing their decisions. Come against the enemy. Don't come against man. I thought I'd get a better oh me than that. Glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. Say this with me. God has given me the capacity to, to comprehend the entirety of God's love. Now, did you wear your shouting clothes? Well, look at verse 18 and 19 in the Passion Translation. Notice these verses here. As a result, then you will be empowered to discover what every holy one experiences. The great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions. Verse 19. How deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love how enduring and inclusive it is endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding this extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of god and what happens when a whole body like this is filled with all the fullness of God. When a whole body is filled with all the fullness of God, there will be overflow. There, there will, come on saints, there's going to be overflow. What does that mean? That means this love that is in us as a body is going to flow out of us to our city. It's going to flow out of us to our neighbors. It's going to flow out of us from this place into the marketplace. It's going to flow out of us and it's going to be like a river of healing, a river of life, a river of joy. For out of the abundance of our heart, the overflow of God's love is going to manifest. Hallelujah. So keep drinking, saints. Keep drinking in of the love of God. Keep working on this revelation. Keep praying about it. Keep drinking. Hallelujah. Because out of our church is going to flow rivers. Of liquid love. Rivers. Of living water. We are going to. By the grace of God. We are going to see change. In the Bay Area. We are going to. By the grace of God. See change in our nation. We are going to. By the grace of God. See change in our neighborhoods. See change in our streets. Oh, Jesus, be it unto us, oh God, be it unto us, Lord. Let us be a part of the answer, not a part of the problem. 
May we rise up in the fullness of your spirit and let your love flow through us. Woo! Let's look at the last part of that verse again. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Now, don't make this over-spiritual. Make this practical. Apply this today on your way home. Apply this tomorrow at work. Apply this toward your mate. Apply this toward yourself. Be practical about the love of God because I guarantee you, I feel like that guy from Men's Warehouse. I guarantee it. (laughs) I guarantee you, you will have the opportunity to let it flow or not. Say of me, the love of God is shed abroad. That's fullness, isn't it? The love of God is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. So receive then all the fullness of what He's done for you. And embrace what He wants to do in you. Embrace what He wants to do through you. Did you know Smith Wigglesworth said many years ago, I'm a thousand times bigger on the inside than I am on the outside? And he was a big man. I mean, he wasn't obese or anything, but he was a big man. He said, I'm a thousand times bigger right here on the inside than I am on the outside. Now listen very carefully. I'm sure, whoops, I almost tripped. That's two weeks in a row. And God has given his angels charge over me. (laughs) And they keep me in all my ways. Though I dash my foot against whatever that is. (laughs) I am quite certain that Smith Wigglesworth didn't get there overnight. I am sure that he got there over a process of time. In order for him to get there, he had to recognize that he needed to press for that and comprehend that so that he could grow in that. A lot of times, you know, we look at what we consider heroes of faith and we think, oh, wow. You know, if I could just be like them. It starts today. I said it starts today. We're talking about expansion. Your inner man is able to expand. Our inner man is able to expand to the degree where we allow more of him in our lives. How many of you are interested in expanding on the inside. 
growing and developing and making room for the King of glory that He may come in and sup with us and commune with us and help us to grow. Help us to develop. I want that in my life. So let us not be legalistic about it. Let us not think that these things are unattainable. Jesus already attained it for us. And so he has an expectation for us to enter in and access that and walk in the light of that every day of our lives. Yeah, but Pastor Mark, what if I stumble? What if I fall? There ain't no if about it. You will. You know. Well, how do you know that? Because I know. Thank God for the blood. I said, thank God for the blood. What does the blood do? What does the blood do? The blood cleanses us. The blood equips us. The blood makes us what we ought to be. The blood of Jesus equips us, sanctifies us, causes us to overcome. Thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. We are overcomers. And we overcome because of the blood of the Lamb and by the expression of our testimony. So heart of the bay, what do you say? Let's grow. I'm 71 years old. I'll be 72 in November. Because 72 comes after 71. (laughs) But I haven't arrived in either of you. But just because we haven't arrived doesn't give us the right to quit. Let's grow. Let's develop. We're coming to a place in time, in this in time, we're coming to a place where all hands must be on deck and ready to be a vessel of honor for the glory of God to flow through. Whatever that might look like. I don't know what it looks like. But we're pressing. Amen? Amen. So it's lifetime expansion. Okay, that's a hundred pizzas for everybody. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I, I like pepperoni with sausage. An extra mozzarella, please. I felt something on that one. <laughs> Let's just glorify God for a moment. Oh, We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Ha ha ha. 
En eso calando redisto fratande. In this I pray, O oh God, that our love would abound, that our love would increase more and more unto the perfect day. Abounding love, increasing love, love that expands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your hand over your heart and pray this, Lord God. I pray for my own life that this love may abound and increase more and more. It's happening right now. Now, make sure that you kick out the thieves of this expansion. Kick unforgiveness out. Get rid of it. Let it go. There's no room for that. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God's doing heart surgery right now. Just let him do it. Just pray a little bit. Yeah, 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 yep, yeah, yep, yep. No, 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Another thief to this kind of expansion is discouragement and disappointment. I just can't believe that happened. I'm so disappointed. I'm just... And as a result of that, people give up. They give up on God. And their lives become restricted. Their heart becomes narrow and restricted because of what happened to me or what happened to others. You've got to let those things go. Yes, amen. Say with me, I've got to let and I will let those things go. For this cause I bow my knees and of the Father of my Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant us according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith, that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints the love of Christ which passeth knowledge. And when this becomes a reality in my life, in your life, it positions you for verse 20. It positions you for what he has done and what he wants to do. It positions us for greater vision. It positions us for a, a renewal of purpose. For a consecration to the will and plan of God. 
In verse 20 says this, because of all these things we've talked about, now unto him. Let's look at it in the King James first and the Amplified last. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that's working in us. Amplified. Ready, read. Now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, our dreams. Woo, glory to God. That's the will of God for you. That's the will of God for me. This is the will of God for this church. Adam Clark says he's able to do super abundantly above the greatest abundance. He also said, according to the power that works in us, God is able to do this in our life now. Not beginning with heaven. This power works in us now. Friends, it's not what God can do. It's what can we receive. And so we receive with our hearts. Stand up, everybody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's lift our hands and thank Him. Glory to God. Oh, we magnify you, Lord. Glory kisaramando sheleme. Oh, Father, when we're filled with all the fullness of God, our heart is enlarged. So we receive all that you have for us. And so help us to tap in to this great power in Jesus' name. I'm sure Pastor Tom has something. Brenda, if you have something. I think we should pray a while. I think the Spirit of God is moving in people's hearts. There's heart change that's happening this morning. Heart change. Now listen very carefully. When there's heart change, there also comes a change in direction. When there's heart change, there comes a turnaround. A turning away and a turning to. Direction. Hallelujah. Things are going in the right direction. Hallelujah. Lord, Rabasa, Rabaka, Sotolamahaya.